right, let's give it a shot. Cool. All right. Sorry, I had trouble. Now I finally find this information right now. I had trouble finding, like, about, like, targeting, but you, you can, I guess, with ad campaigns. Facebook opens its ad pixel to a limited number of groups. Okay. Oh, <laughs> also, so sometimes our podcasts travel into, like, the 25-ish minute mark. At some point around that time, that automatically stops recording because okay, it okay. has to, like, buffer the video. Like uh -huh. everything that is recorded, so we have. We'll try to keep it in around back. like twenty minutes. Okay. Okay, I'm Perfect. gonna put 20 a. Twenty minutes would be. Just so we can see, like a. Thirteen. Stop. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Hello and welcome to episode forty-three of the Twenty One Handshake Marketing Podcast. I'm Sarah, host and account manager here at Twenty One Handshake, and I'm Ashley, account manager here. My name is Alex. I'm in charge of visual content. Yes, so yeah, this is the first time whoa, that we are going kind of doing video with this as another way to up our content marketing game. Actually, I think taking advice from maybe some of our previous podcasts here. Yeah. So if you're watching this, welcome. If you're listening, welcome. Just to explain a little bit about what our marketing podcast is, what is the purpose it is to inform and discuss all things digital marketing, from content to SEO to social. We discuss industry trends, tips, tricks, hacks, um, anything that's thought-provoking that we've noticed in the marketing world, specifically in the digital marketing space. It's for all marketers, whether you are entrepreneur, whether you are a seasoned marketer, whether you're a big business, small business. We all can learn something from each other, and digital marketing just moves at such a fast pace. It's always good to kind of keep the open discussion um, going on with what's all going on. So let's get on with it. This week on episode 43, we're talking about social media groups, which really just comes down to like Facebook groups, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, LinkedIn, maybe we can talk about that in a different episode, but yeah. um, we really have some deep thoughts about uh Facebook groups, but first of all, Ashley, Alex, are you guys part of Facebook groups? Are you active in Facebook groups? Yeah, so I'm actually part of quite a few Facebook groups. Most of them are hobby related or okay. interest related. Um, so I was saying before this episode, a couple of examples. We have, um, me and my fiance have a dog, he's a Sharpay. And before we got him, we were doing a lot of research in the breed. And so I joined one of the like Sharpay like Facebook groups okay. to learn more about the breed, um, which I found actually really beneficial. Um, I'm also just part of like some hobby ones, so I do a lot of bullet journaling right. for some creative ideas, um, and even some like uh, like professional I guess like right. groups. So um, we've mentioned on the podcast before that our team uses Monday.com for like a project management right. software. Um, and if you've been following, you know that that's probably like the eighth like software yeah. that we've tried. So um, when we were kind of like getting started with it, I was doing a lot of research and how to best use the platform. Um, and I realized they had a Facebook group. I think it's Monday.community is the name of it. Um, and there's a lot of people in there going back and forth who are maybe even asking for ideas for okay. how to use the platform right. best for their business. Um, to people requesting features like hey we've been using your product for a long time and this is one feature that would be like a game changer for us um, so yeah I kind of use them all across the board I right you have a little bit of everything yeah some personal some hobby yeah. some work and I guess I'm, I'm kind of on the same boat um, <laughs> I you know I guess I don't maybe dabble too much in the professional ones but 
more of, you know, we're part of a cockapoo club. Yeah. Group. <laughs> okay, um, at least I'm not And alone. actually some friends added us to it because they have a cockapoo. So I can't say that I'm as active as them in it, but right. I'll see their comments in there now, which is kind of fun. Um, and then I'm part of a, like a vegan blogging group. Um, and that one's really niche. And um, just as a good way to kind of collaborate and see what other vegan bloggers are doing or mm-hmm. yeah. like... You know, a lot of them are more influencers that run or are part of this group. So it's always good to kind of see what the bigger people are doing. And because they, you know, obviously are getting sponsorships more easy. And just, Mm -hmm. you know, if you have like a recipe collaboration and you ask for it and like a bigger person puts it into it, they're going to share that. And so anyways, it's like good, um, yeah, to create a little Nice little community, Mm -hmm. yeah. Alex, how about you? Are you part of any Facebook groups? It's gonna be nice to I'm see in, if this is just a woman thing. I, I am curious. I I am in a couple. Um, a couple. The ones that I'm probably I spend the most time in are actually business related. Okay. Um, okay. There are a couple of programs that we've gone through ourselves as a company. Um, of and so they have their own like kind of Facebook mastery pages yeah. that I am a part of. Um, I, I'm personally not a super active user, but I do enjoy kind of like browsing what other people are okay, talking about. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. Um, but actually the one that I probably enjoy the most is one for, um, you know, as I work on visual content, is a color grading group oh. um, for video stuff. And it's really cool. That's probably the most user active one. So people will take, um, they'll post kind of a before and after a, a, a screenshot right. of their project that they're working on, kind of like what it looks like straight out of camera and what how they yeah. adjust the colors mm-hmm. to make it look. And tons of people will give kind of their input based on their own style or preferences, whatever, um, on how they would do it differently or if they like it, which is pretty cool because um, that is, that is again, kind of a niche thing, like difficult. Right. I can't just really ask around for, hey, what do you guys think of this? <laughs> right, you know? exactly. Um, yeah. So so that one, yeah. Great that's, way to learn, too, just if you're looking maybe to up your color definitely. skills. Mm-hmm. You learn about other programs that people are using, how they're using them, what they like about them, what they don't. Exactly. I think it goes back to that very traditional, like, best marketing tactic of word of mouth. You often mm-hmm. trust other people's opinion who have experienced right. that scenario or that product before. And so... Like, it feels like groups is just a good way to kind of get some feedback from, like, a trusted source. Right. And I think that is why specifically we're talking about groups today. Kind of three reasons I pinpointed that, um, you know, first, again, it's a great way to connect with other people who are going through the same thing. Whether it's owning a new dog or whether it's learning about Mm -hmm. a specific um, color program or pictures or video photography um, or even if like it's an illness or something, it's something maybe you don't want to maybe broadcast on your own page, but um, you want to be part of a group with people who are going through those similar things because that makes you just feel a little more connected or you know, maybe even more anonymous or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so that's an, one huge reason. The second is Facebook has calculated there are 1.4 billion users who are part of groups, which if you think about it, that's half of the users of Facebook because <laughs> last crazy. fall Facebook said there was only 2.27 billion users on Facebook total. Wow. So a little more than half of those are involved in groups. So huge way that people yeah. are using Facebook is in groups and um, I'm sure there's a variety of reasons why that is third reason is um, oops, here we have 
at South by Southwest last year, which is a big, huge conference with like anything imaginable. Mm-hmm. Um, so this would be 2018. A Facebook design lead said that said that the goal of Facebook may need to happen in smaller, more intimate social networks. So this is a Facebook designer who has said this, and that's coming down probably from the top, from Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. who has also kind of hinted at this, you know, connection and groups and you know it's kind of been his mission all along of Facebook is to connect and it's moving towards groups maybe even messenger which is different conversation for a different day Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely to those smaller communities and it makes sense because we as humans like to connect with those who maybe are like us yeah (laughs) so um, yeah as we kind of move that conversation so we'll keep those three big things in mind Um, So let's dive into why it's important to be aware of Facebook groups as a marketer and then as a marketer, how we can capitalize on that. So Alex, why don't you tell us the first reason of why it's important to be aware of this Facebook smaller groups intimate connections? So I think there are a couple of adjectives that you just touched on that are that are part of a big reason why. And well, the, the overarching reason really is is trust. Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's a like-minded group of individuals who are probably working towards the same thing or are of the same opinion kind of a thing or are kind of like a, of a similar knowledge base and are, are generally just working to help each other. Exactly. Um, and so I think when you have a smaller platform for that, you, I think inherently tend to trust it a little bit yeah. more. You're not broadcasting it to like the entire world, and like I don't, maybe I'm not ready for someone to see the 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 video that I was going back to my color grading example. Right. I want to get some input on it before I kind of like put it out to the whole world. Exactly. And, put out and they're going to give you honest opinion, and you know maybe better than your family who might not know about that. Unless they're all into it for whatever reason. <laughs> or even us at work who, you know, we're not going to have that maybe as depth visual perspective. We're mm-hmm. just going to say, it looks great, or well, we don't know how to tell you to fix it, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think there's also, there's an aspect of inclusivity there that you mm-hmm. don't get from the broader social media mm-hmm. uh, membership experience. Yeah, I agree. It's also more like casual setting too, uh, less right. like pressure of like my entire Facebook friends list is going to see this and what are they going to think about me, you know. Exactly, <laughs> something that necessarily you don't want to broadcast to to everyone. Yes, um, exactly. It's a huge reason. So trust, it'd be a huge reason why we need to be aware of groups um, because people are a little more trustworthy in the group setting. It's a little closed community. And I, uh, I, I, part of... Part of that trust also comes from in the last couple of years. There's been Facebook has taken some pretty big hits in the okay. privacy world, kind of going back to the trust thing. Um, and I think when people are operating in these smaller groups, it feels like I don't know. It somehow feels more protected or more sheltered. You're not like this. This information isn't getting broadcasted to like the whole world or accessible to everywhere because these mm-hmm. these are like closed groups mm-hmm. usually. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, so beyond just trust, what's another reason, Ashley? Yeah, so I think even from just like our prior conversation, it's pretty obvious that engagement is like the center of these groups, right? Right. People are uh, posing questions, looking for feedback, commenting, trying to help each other out. Like this is pure engagement. 
Um, right. Which These from, are people who have said, I want to be part of this topic because yeah. I'm interested in it. Yes, which <laughs> from a marketer's perspective, especially when you're looking at business pages on Facebook, those are metrics that you are striving for. And these exactly. metrics are happening naturally in groups. Um, those engagement rates are incredibly high. Um, so that's definitely like a big, big, big reason that maybe businesses should look into. Right, yeah, you can post exclusive content to them. If you're testing a new product, mm -hmm. it's a great way to kind of introduce that to the group and see what they think of it first. Yeah. Um, to even maybe like in the case of Monday.com for your group to say, hey, we need this feature on it. So it's a great way to get collaborative feedback back as well. Yeah. Um, you know, so brands may be posting a survey in a group um, for engagement just to learn, you know, maybe how people oh, are yeah. utilizing their products or what they're, you know, how they're utilizing it. Mm -hmm. And I would say from like a business perspective as well, there's like an added benefit there. So back to the Monday example, um, if I'm trying to pitch someone why like Monday.com is the best project management software right. for them, I would definitely include that we have a community of over 7,000 people on Facebook that you can leverage if you have a question. Um, I think it says in the about section of the, the Facebook group that their entire Monday.com team are admins in this Facebook group too. So wow. at any wow. point they could answer exactly. a question and they're monitoring it. So I would say that's definitely an added benefit to buying that specific software over another one. Exactly. You get the, you know, the ear <clears throat> of someone who's actually working yeah. there, whereas yeah. maybe on the customer service on their website or a mm -hmm. deal like, I don't know who I'm really talking to. Yeah. Um, and while community is definitely the center of Facebook groups, we've also seen like uh, influencers utilize the group feature um, as a way to be a part of like a tighter knit community um, and and post that exclusive con like content. So right. there's um, incentive to join. You get more of what you already see maybe on like Instagram or. Facebook or YouTube. Exactly. So another reason why, you know, Facebook groups are just very important for brands. Oh, yeah. And another one is, um, you know, it's better targeting. We've just talked about in yours that usually this is a very, you know, your group is pretty active. They're engaged. So with the decline of maybe organic reach and the news feed and all that, if you build up a group on Facebook as a brand and you're posting to that regularly, your post is going to be seen more by that group, so by your target audience, whether it's someone who joined out of curiosity or a loyal advocate, a loyal fan, mm -hmm. um, just your reach is going to go farther within that group just because you they've already prioritized being a part of that. Yeah, you've told Facebook that you're you're interested in this topic. Exactly. So, and there's um, a lot of like speculation on how to use it for like ad targeting as well and I won't go into the nitty-gritty we'll post some stuff in the show notes um, you can't specifically like target a group but there are some workarounds for ad campaigns that you can kind of be successful in like targeting um, people to become members and I and there is a way that you can run an ad and try to get people to become a member of the group I don't know all the nitty-gritties of that but I have seen that be successful as well so there are some better like targeting opportunities when you have a group on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So, 
So while we know now it's important why brands, you know, should look into having a group and how it can be successful, what are the nitty gritties of details on how even Facebook is prioritizing this? Ashley, do you have the scoop on that? Yeah. So last, I think it was last year, 2018, they, um, at their like Facebook conference, um, they announced, you know, that they're putting more of an emphasis on the groups and rightfully so. There's a lot of value there. Um, and they announced some new features. Some um, have already been rolled out and some are still slowly rolling out, so you may not see all of these right away. Um, and there are new features, like super small, um, like being able, like admins being able to filter the post by date yeah. and, and, and time, which I guess was never available, um, to really, really big. So I'll just like start with this list that I've got. They've added a lot of new admin features, including that filter feature. Right, which is um, nice. I would say probably like the biggest one and maybe most exciting is is that when an admin posts, there's um, additional formatting options. So that way the admin posts don't get lost in the feed, especially yeah. if your community is really large. A lot of people can be posting. It's kind of like Twitter. Right. Like if you post something, it might get lost um, with new posts. So um, they've added some features for admins to be able to have their posts more outstanding, larger font, um, pin it to the top, yeah, um, things like that. I think they've added like an icon next okay. to your name that signifies yeah. that you're an admin. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've also that. seen, which I didn't see in this article, but um, it even gives you like a unique icon if you're a new member, oh, um, okay. if you're an active member. Um, so they've kind of segmented oh. the group so you kind of know who's who, which is That's really good. That's kind of nice. Yeah, isn't okay. that interesting? I, I need to check out my groups. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see these new features. Um, they've also started rolling out a paid subscription feature. Um, which is definitely one of the slower rollouts. I think they've got some like certain conditions. Probably you have to be pretty big, well-known yep. already on Facebook. So <laughs> I, I think the intention for the paid subscriptions were for those maybe larger, more established groups. Um, Exclusive content. Yes. Type of yes. Thing. Yes. Okay. Um, some other feature, one that I thought was really interesting, was the mentorship feature. Again, yeah. a slower rollout. Okay. Um, and I believe that this is like determined by the admin if they want to have that feature in the group or not. Um, but it gives the admins the capability of turning on a mentorship feature, which will allow members to pair with someone maybe who's more familiar with the product, okay. for example, cool. or the system. Um, to go to to ask questions, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that could um, be valuable for certain brands yeah, that would like to utilize that. Yeah, I believe right now it's exclusive to groups that have, are already in like professional development, mm. mentorship, and business, okay. I think are the three categories. Um, yes. Oh, and patenting. Okay, okay. <laughs> and yeah. what was a huge thing for brands? Yeah, so probably the most exciting is that Facebook pages are now allowed to be a part of groups, which was never an option before. Right. Um, now, whether brands are utilizing this, at least in uh, maybe one groups that were not part of, we haven't seen this, but it is a cool yeah, feature. it is a cool feature. So it's something to consider, especially after hearing like the value that the groups have yeah. um, from a marketing perspective. Is that a good fit for your business? Yeah. Um, should you be engaging in certain groups in your industry and maybe that's a unique way um, right. to drive engagement or to increase followers or to become a thought leader. Well, and I think at that same time when they ruled out that pages could interact in groups, you could also link on your own page that you had a group. 
Oh, which yeah. I'm not sure you could really broadcast that before. Yeah. So yeah. that was another nice little feature where Facebook obviously is prioritizing the groups. Um, we're running down on time here, but we do have some great <clears throat> examples, and we'll post more about them on our blog about some brands that have utilized groups successfully. Mm -hmm. I think um, if you've ever heard of Peloton, which is a huge oh, bike yeah. like group, they do the bike at home and computers. And anyway, so if you're really into spinning, you've probably heard of Peloton, and they have really used groups to like really further their brand, as well as Condé Nast. Um, there's a great example as well, and we'll post more about that in the show notes about how they've been able to kind of exclusively target um, women to be part of their groups and really kind of take their brand to the next level. So you'll definitely want to check that out to kind of be inspired just to see how other brands are using it. But we want to know if you have a group because, hey, we might want to join it <laughs> just to see what you're doing. But we would love to know, um, A, if you have a group, how you're utilizing it. Please connect with us at 21 Handshake on social media. If you loved this episode, please rate it, share it with a friend because that's very important to us and we know that you loved it. So until next time. Bye.